Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. And if you haven't followed his Make a Difference podcast, I highly encourage you to do so in your podcast channel of choice. Last week, I encouraged you to think about face-to-face consistency. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask you about professional learning and the schedule that you make, both personally and professionally. What's on your to-do list and why? What do you want to connect and engage with and when and where? Are you happy with online learning for yourself now and into the future? And if you had the chance to go face-to-face again, as we discussed last week, who would you want to be learning with? And how does it align with your goals as an educator? Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing from you soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Shobi. Shobi is an easy-to-use classroom management platform It helps teachers bring their classrooms together through one easy-to-use app. More than 700 school districts and 28,000 teachers are already using Shobi to manage their classrooms, provide timely feedback, and increase student and family engagement. Shobi combines all of the essential tools for assignments, feedback, and communication in one beautiful easy-to-use app. This means less time spent struggling with your tech setup and more time for teaching and learning. The best part is that the basic edition is free. Unbelievable for what it does. For more, check out Shobi.com. The link is in the description below. Another exciting element that Shobi focuses on is professional learning. And from May 17 to 21, Shobi is hosting its virtual online conference, Learning Redefined. The conference is completely free with an incredible lineup of speakers. Since Learning Redefined 2021 is delivered entirely online, you can select and watch the specific talks you need to transform teaching and learning in your school, or catch them all. It's completely up to you. For more, search Learning Redefined, or click on the link in the description below. Last week, we talked about sustained educator professional learning. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to focus on AR and VR in education and why we should dive into immersive learning experiences. Immersive learning, including but not limited to augmented and virtual reality, is something I've been very interested in over the past few years and something recently I have seen arising. Working alongside one of the leaders in the field, Hologo World, who are developing an incredible augmented reality solution for schools and industry, has opened my eyes to the possibility that immersive learning can bring. It's left me thinking about why more teachers and schools aren't jumping on board the immersive learning bandwagon. So this week, I spent some time reaching out to my PLN and talking to teachers from all over the world about immersive learning, and this is what I found. Number one, 
Teachers don't know what the acronyms AR and VR stand for, so they pass it off as a tech thing that they don't need to know. Number two, concepts are unknown and they can't see the value. They don't understand why AR and VR is there. Number three, they've never seen it in action in the sense of education. Number four, they can't see how it can add value to what they already do. And number five, they feel it will take too much time to learn something new. So they focus on the stuff that matters as it feels that these immersive technologies are the nice to have and not the must have skills. After listening to these thoughts, I felt there needed to be some more education around this. So I've teamed up with the team from Hologo World and the team from Shobi to lead a workshop on the power of immersive technologies on Wednesday the 19th of May at 10pm Singapore time or 10am US Eastern time. The link to this free conference and workshop are in the podcast notes below. I'd love to hear how you're exploring immersive technologies and the place they hold within your classroom and school. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Jamie Donnelly, Let's have a listen to the chat. I have the honor of speaking with Jamie Donnelly. Jamie is the founder of Hashtag ARVR in EDU and is a powerful voice in this space. Her knowledge, experience, and expertise is incredible, and her ability to share this in a positive and open way is inspiring. She began her career as a math teacher and instructional technology coach and now leads learning in the ARVR space all over the world. Jamie, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Yeah, definitely. So, I, you know, my, my enthusiasm for immersive technology, so really covering the augmented and virtual reality, started when I was an instructional technologist. And it was really just, growing and consistently growing where I first connected with you actually was through global events then and really in that time frame I was just growing in my passion for immersive technology it just consistently grew and and really now my capacity and how I I work with districts and and conferences and even companies about 50% of my time is actually spent just you know working with companies to help support them oftentimes startups and actually oftentimes overseas that are looking at the US market so it has been really interesting because I feel like I'm I'm a bridge for education to help people know how to effectively use these types of tools in the classroom, but also helping companies build the right tools for what's needed in the classroom. And and again, just the community has been fantastic being part of this journey and, and them joining with me in that journey and all of us really coming together and learning from one another. It's It's just been a great experience all around. And tell us a little bit about AR, VR and EDU and why you started it. Sure. Yeah. So, ARVR and EDU was something that, again, my passion for augmented reality was the first step. Uh, virtual reality came not too long after. Um, and then a lot of people were really focused on the VR, but I was really emphasizing the fact that we, you know, that these two belong together, that AR should be something with VR. And, and come to find out, you know, later on down the road, we're definitely seeing that AR and VR really do 
under that immersive technology window, you're seeing a lot of the compatibility now. And really, ARVR and EDU, I love this technology, but I don't just love the technology. I love the technology for education. When I see it used in other capacities, it's cool and I, you know, I enjoy it. It's fun, but I'm really passionate about how this can transform our classroom. So that, that was really the start of building this hashtag at the time was to start a Twitter chat. So I held off for a year and um, now we're in year four. So I guess about five years ago is when I had started the journey of, of deciding if I wanted to do this, but didn't want to make a real commitment because I knew what that meant, making a weekly Twitter chat. And then a year later, I started it. And and it's just, you know, it, it's maintained, but it's also taken different forms. It's a super different chat. If you come to it, it's not like, hey, question one, question two. Okay, we answer and we're off. Oftentimes people come on with those question one, question two. Sometimes you don't see them again for the rest of the chat. They come back the next day or a couple hours later saying, I'm sorry, I, I just got so involved into what we were talking about. It's like a little mini professional development session on a topic. So it's it's a really different, neat chat because it's almost like wetting the appetite of the educator and and getting them excited about something and maybe seeing the potential and hopefully you know, spurring them on to go back and bring it into the classroom. Yeah, I love that so much. And I've been loving following what you've been doing recently. What's your next big goal in your career, Jamie? What do you want to do or achieve that you haven't yet been able to do? Honestly, I don't know if there's ever been, I, I have kind of a goal that it's kind of like the Twitter chat that I put off for a year. I put this goal off for a couple years because I do, I'm, you know, I've done events. I know we first connected for EdCamp Global years ago. Um, and then, you know, I, I do Global Maker Day every year, which I'm still very passionate about and something that I feel like has finally taken form in the classrooms, which at the time was still a very new concept, whereas now, it, you know, definitely is is more obviously known and used, which is great. I've always wanted to host a virtual event with immersive technology and it be on its own in-person and virtual connections. But I know that by starting something like that, the kind of commitment that is, and I just, I keep putting it off, I'll be honest with you. Um, so I think I do have that long-term goal of eventually hosting a virtual event for specifically, again, for education, which really does not exist in that way. Um, but then, you know, I just wrote my second book. I never wanted to write a book. That was never one of my ambitions, but the, it was presented to me. It was a need. People need to have it in that form so that, you know, that is something that I'm glad that I did reflecting back. And then, you know, the right now I'm doing 31 days of ARVR and EDU, which is a blog a day. I've been doing that now. This is my third year. So, you know, going into a whole month of blogs and, and different resources that are being shared out every day and, and the depth and resources for people to jump into. You know, really for me, it's just, I, I'm finally seeing all of the work that not just me, but many of us have been going out there and sharing. My efforts are really more of the train the trainer type mentality, where it's inspiring that idea for the trainers to go out and bring it back to their schools or, or other educators. And it's grown so much, not just ARVR and EDU per se, but just immersive technology in the classroom, which is exactly 
I think my ultimate goal is to see our students building this and creating great things. I love that. And you mentioned your books. You're a published author. Your books, Learning Transported and The Immersive Classroom, are incredible. Why did you write them? And what can we learn from reading them? Yeah, again, I was a math teacher, so never wanted to write a book. Um, It was something for me that really was a struggle, but I think that's a good thing too. Um, It's a very easy read, if you will. Um, so the good part about that is, is that it, it, my heart in sharing this is not for the techie. It's for the mass. It's for everyone. It's for anybody to jump into. So there's a very small window of learning that they might need to understand and know. And, and so their technology background doesn't have to be rich. It could be something that any teacher can jump into. So the re- typically the resources I share, there's just no learning curve, which is great. And then you, in using these tools and, and understanding the practical use, I think that's also something that I'm very passionate about because people will look at this stuff and they're, they're going out and buying those expedition kits, which now are a big joke, you know, because they spend all that money expeditions is gone. I mean, I can't, I was yelling it from the rooftop. Don't buy them, don't buy them. And, and, but they were getting marketed so well and that's all they ever heard about. So, you know, it was understandable why people were going out and buying them. Um, but you know, it's really getting people to stop process exactly what they want to get out of this. What is the goal for your students? What objectives, what are those standards that you're really wanting to accomplish. And sometimes it's immersive technology and sometimes it's not. And recognizing that we don't make it fit, we let that those needs start there and then going and finding those resources that are gonna meet those needs. And also what do you, you know, what technologies, kind of an evaluation of current situations in their district or um, in their you know environment, in their organization, and then helping them really match whatever tools are out there to meet those needs. And that's typically not happening. People are jumping into something without a plan. And so helping them get those plans really was the goal of the book, helping them understand how this technology could be for everybody. Again, the goal. Now, this latest book that just came out, The Immersive Classroom, came out a few weeks ago. And that one is super different. It's a lot of stories. It's super engaging. Every image is interactive. So you're going to see things in augmented reality, virtual reality. You're going to have QR codes in there that you're going to be able to scan. Everything is more, I can talk about it. I can write about it. But you have to see it to understand it. So it really is that engagement piece for that reader to dive in deeper and understand those tools. So I'm excited because I think this is going to spur on a lot of um, new projects and new ideas in the classroom. I love that. Let's do some quick fire questions now. The first thing that comes to your head and then a really brief why. What is your favorite EdTech book or resource? You know, I have some incredible friends that have written some great pieces of work. And I typically go to the ones that are writing a and including immersive technology. Um, I think Ready Player One came out on the education side. They did great work, and I love that they included a lot of stories. Rochelle Danae Poth, you just can't go wrong with her. She has incredible content out there. Mary Alice Curran has a great book out there for Digisit Kids. I think that there's just so there's so much um, available to us that there's kind of jewels everywhere you go. There's There's great work coming out across the board. Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram for your own learning? You know what's interesting? Um, 
I've really been going to LinkedIn more than anything lately. I think I kind of get burnt out on certain social media. I, I've always used Twitter. Um, Twitter is kind of my go-to for most everything. And it was certainly at the start of my journey. Um, but LinkedIn has been a very different perspective that I've, I'm growing and I, I actually like, it's appealing to me because I feel like you're kind of getting rid of all of the noise and going right to the heart of some of the content. And you're seeing it directly from those developers oftentimes. And I, I that's an exciting thing. I, I've really enjoyed it. I, I want to say in the past few months, I've really enjoyed LinkedIn. So interesting. That seems to be more of my platform right now. Nice. And if you were to have any job in the world, what would it be and why? I used to always want to work for Apple because I love Apple products. Um, and now I can never, I, I would hate working for any of those kinds of companies because it's all about their product. I love what I do. I love, I, I honestly just, I, I don't know if I'd ever want to change. I love consulting. It's, it's so open for many different areas. And to me, I feel like that's where I need to be and what I love doing. I don't know if I ever would want to change, but I'd be open to change. It's just, there's really, you know, growth is growth. I'm actually working for a company full-time right now on their marketing team. I was consulting with them and they asked me to join their marketing team. And and it's been a really great journey and very different because it's not immersive technology. You know, I, I really appreciate the growth and the opportunity to grow in that area. But as far as my passion goes, of course, you know, sharing immersive technology at conferences with teachers, um, working with companies. I mean, I've just enjoyed every minute of it. I love that. And last question, what's your favorite education focused quote? You know, actually, it's on my website. You know, people have given a lot of contributions to this quote in various ways, which I think it's just anonymous. We just don't know who it comes from. Um, But it is essentially it, what it is, is it's talking about, you know, the world that we have the opportunity to build. And I think that that's the direction that we should be really pursuing and everything that we're doing with technology is giving it over to our students and letting them um, create amazing things and not being tied down to what we think it's capable of doing, but letting them have that open window to what they believe is possible with it. Jamie, you've shared so much amazing stuff already in in our short chat. What's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you to learn more? Yes, I would say most social channels, if they type my name in correctly, you're going to find me. Um, And my name is spelled funny first and last, um, but it's J-A-I-M-E-D-O-N-A-L-L-Y. Um, also at my website, arvrinedu.com. I can tell you, I can spend a whole week at a school and there's no way I can cover everything on that website. There's so much available, so many resources. So I, I highly recommend for people to check it out so that they can go and find even one jewel is the goal, you know, that they would go back and, and use something that they find there or anywhere else. And um, also connecting with the community. So yeah, I would say ARVR and edu.com is going to be a great place. And then, you know, any social channel, you're going to find me at Jamie Donnelly. Thank you so much for your time today, Jamie. It's been inspiring. Thank you. I appreciate it, Craig. Next week, join me for episode 50 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by Jamie Clark. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away a Bebot robot. To win, 
you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winner has already been contacted directly by me, and it is Ian Smith. Congratulations, Ian. This week, I'm giving away two copies of Jamie Donnelly's digital books. To win these incredible prizes, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 19th of May and the winners will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. Thank you for being an extremely important part of the Ignite EdTech podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends and families. Please also remember to spend two minutes to rate the podcast so we can reach even more educators and EdTech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's show by tagging me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.